Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. I appreciate you joining me again today on our chapter day journey. We're in Luke chapter 5. It was verse 20 that resonated with me this morning. It says, when Jesus saw their faith, he said, friend, your sins are forgiven. Today's podcast is entitled, The Deeper Need. I have a sticker on my iPad cover of Caravaggio's The Calling of Matthew. It's the uh, featured image on my post today at TomBanderwell.com. It's one of my favorite works of art because no artist has brought that dramatic moment to life more than uh, the troubled Italian. And it's one of my favorite stories and all of the great story because of what it represents. In today's chapter, Jesus continues his miracle ministry tour as the crowds of followers continue to grow. Twice, again today, Luke mentions the swelling and astonished crowds as Jesus prompts a miraculous catch of fish, heals a leper, and then has a man with paralysis walk. But underneath the obvious miracles and public spectacle, Jesus begins to hint at something deeper. When the paralytic man is lowered through the roof to Jesus, Jesus initiates the counter not by healing his physical paralysis, but by forgiving his sins and healing what sin had done to his soul. For the first time, the religious leaders get bent out of shape because they know that only God can forgive sins. Jesus uses the conflict as a teaching moment, healing the man's physical paralysis as well. In the very next episode, Luke shares, Jesus calls the local tax collector to be one of his disciples. Now remember that Jesus' base of operations in Capernaum is a diverse population of both Jews and non-Jewish, also known as Gentile, residents who were Greek and or Roman pagans. Levi was considered a traitor by his fellow Jews because he worked for Rome. He got rich off the taxes he charged and collected. I'll bet Levi made sure Peter made a hefty tax payment on that miraculous catch from earlier in the chapter. Jesus' choice of Levi, also known as Matthew, could not have been popular with his growing crowd of Jewish followers. Jesus, however, ignores his Jewish critics and visits Levi's house for a dinner party. Being a tax collector, Levi rubbed shoulders with other tax collectors, as well as prominent Romans and Greeks who were pagans, who lived in Capernaum. Jesus' own people considered these people dirty, socially unacceptable. Simon, James, and John would never have crossed the threshold of Levi's door so as to show consideration for the Roman traitor or to be contaminated by the Gentile dogs he considered friends. That's what they were considered by the Jewish people. But Jesus did cross that threshold. And, you know, if you want to see the moment dramatize, go to YouTube this morning. Uh, Look up The Chosen, The Calling of Matthew and watch it. It captures it pretty well. Once again, the good Jewish religious leaders are appalled by this miracle man. He certainly does miraculous things, but he refuses to stay in the well-established and accepted Jewish lane. 
And Jesus' response to this? Look, the healthy, that's God's people, don't need a doctor. But the lost sheep, like Levi or Matthew, and sinners, like Levi's Gentile friends, they do need a doctor. Jesus' choice to dine with Levi and his Gentile friends would have made him a pariah to his Jewish followers, but would have won a lot of friends among their Gentile neighbors who were typically treated with contempt by the Jewish residents. In both the forgiving of the paralytic, the calling of Levi, his attendance at Levi's dinner party, Jesus is firing a shot across the bow of the religious establishment. He can heal people of their physical infirmities all day long, but a paralytic who now walks makes just one more walking sinner in need of a remedy for his spiritual affliction. Jesus' mission is to bring spiritual freedom and healing to every tribe and nation and people and language. In the quiet this morning, I confess that for many years I ran in certain Christian circles, and the religious establishment among those Christian circles was no different than the Jewish establishment of Jesus' day. I was told to avoid modern-day Matthews and their non-Christian ilk, just like Jesus. The further I got in my journey as a disciple of Jesus, the further away I was led from those religious establishments. I love that Jesus was so bold in crossing religious and cultural boundaries right out of the gate. I love God's heart that all the way back in Genesis, he looked at everything that he had created and he loved it. Being a disciple of Jesus has led me to believe that any human religion that does not reflect the love of God for all his creation does not truly reflect the heart of God. I hope you are well. Wherever this finds you today, my friend, Lord willing, I'll be here tomorrow, and I hope you join me.